Getting ready for the show tonight. I thought we could. Uh, I thought we could do some karaoke. Karaoke. Yeah. Well, what does that got to do with the current wars? Well, we watched this movie together. This is where we just yes. watched the biopic of alternating current DC, direct current ACDC, the band. Oh. I I knew that the Rolling oh, Stones were it. old, but I had no idea ACDC went back to the Civil War era. Kevin, it's not ACDC. They keep talking about AC and DC in that movie. Yes, yes, they do. But they're talking about alternating current and direct current, like the very band. different forms. I thought they. I thought that's how. I thought that's what the movie was about was the the forming of the super group. The uh, one guy on the one side, and then the other guy on the other side, and they form together and they are, sing this great song about uh, Tesla. Are you sure we both watched the same movie? All right. I thought so. I mean, we were sitting right next to each other. Yeah, and I didn't see anything about the band. I guess that's that's a good point. I didn't see any guitars. No, no. Oh, boy. Maybe we should just get to the show. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> Welcome to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Every week, we talk about film. Sometimes films I like. There's a flip side to that coin. What if you do got me boxed in and I got to put you down? And sometimes films I like. Films that inspire creativity. Give my creation. Films that inspire hope. I'm gonna see the world. Italy, Greece, the Parthenon, the Colosseum, and then I'm gonna build things. Films that take you to a place you never knew existed. I've a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Sometimes films that are just entertaining. Now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. We hope that when you listen to us, you walk away with a new idea, a new perspective, or at least you have a good time. Are you not entertained? All right, well, I, I must admit that that was all in jest. I do know that the movie we watched current war was not about ACDC. Uh, I thought maybe you did. <laughs> I just, I'll admit, I had no good ideas for what an intro. silly <laughs> intro. <laughs> just popped into my head. Fun, but silly. Yeah. 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 Uh, we did watch The Current War. Yes, we did. On your recommendation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I this thought is, This is the... one of those random movies that you suggest to me. Yeah, you did. I don't think you necessarily wanted to see it. Not only did I not want to see it, I had never even heard of it. I saw it. So how did you not want to see it if you'd never heard of it? I'm just asking. <laughs> okay, no. Uh, well, that's how. Like, I didn't want ah. to see it because I didn't know it existed. Okay. <laughs> you well, that works me. for you. <laughs> we were going to go see a movie. Yeah. And you text me. Uh, 
Or so, no, you were going to see a movie. And I said, "What are you going to see?" And you said, "The Current War." And I was like, "Oh, I don't have a clue what that that is." And you're like, "Yeah, has- so you're such a good, good son that uh, you trudged along with me." Well, you gave it the best recommendation without having a clue about. You said Michael Shannon is in it. That's and right. And I said, "I'm in." I said, "Hey, Michael Shannon is in it." Oh yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, and we went inside. Yeah, and he was in it. He was. Yeah. Uh. And so I had a, I hadn't seen a preview. I didn't look it up because it was like pretty quickly after we had that text conversation that we went to the film. Right. Uh, so yeah, I had no idea what it was even about. Yeah, yeah. And so I, it interested me. I had seen previews for it in the theater, um, and I, it intrigued me. It looked uh, interesting. It's kind of. Uh, Right down my alley, actually, with a historical fiction yeah. is my probably my favorite genre. Uh, I mean, besides good comedy. Right. Um, <laughs> no, you and, like true stories. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I like I like true stories, and then I like to dig through and see whether they're true or yes, not. Yes, yes. We always get a good factor oh, foobar oh, yeah, on those. Yep, yep. Um, Typically. So, yeah. So, basically... This movie, like to give a quick rundown, the yeah. movie is about Thomas Edison, uh, who everybody whose name everybody knows, right? Uh, he the inventor of the light bulb and the the true inventor of the telegraph or phonograph or right uh, something. I didn't know he had a big hand in motion pictures. He did, but it, it he's uh, he's sometimes credited for inventing them and then. He he really, in Edison was like this a lot in that he didn't invent as many things as one might think. He improved them and sometimes stole them. Right, <laughs> and then uh, Michael, and that he is played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, um, yes, who is fairly typecast in this. We'll, we'll get there, but uh, right, right, yeah, he's kind of an odd, odd thinker, kind of an outside the box yes. thinker. Yes. Uh, some would say like maybe a genius, but some might say a thief, or I don't know. Some might say both. An interesting yeah. character for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the uh, the guy on the other side uh, is played by Michael Shannon, right. and his last name is Westinghouse. Yeah, George, I think it's George Westinghouse. Uh, and I leaned over to you right in the beginning. And I said, I have no idea who that is. I've never even heard that name. Right. Which is kind of interesting when we get to the end. Yeah. Um, but we'll get there maybe. Yeah. And, and he he was already a successful uh, entrepreneur and industrial and inventor. Uh, had invented uh, the 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 brake systems on trains. So he was he was already quite famous and probably quite wealthy at the time. He seems wealthy. Yeah. Yeah. Lives in that big old house. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah so Anyways, so the battle is between uh, the two different it, kinds of currents. It's not necessarily a battle, but it's a. It's called the current war, but it's more like a race. It's really more like the current race, isn't it? That, yeah. That's a fair depiction, I think. They're both pushing different currents, one right. alternating, right. Westinghouse, uh, because you can go farther, you have so yes. much more power, and, right. uh, and then... Edison is trying to light the country with buried copper cable. 
direct yeah. current, right? Which isn't nearly as powerful. No, but it is supposedly safer. Yeah, in theory, I th- I think it At may least, have been safer. It certainly was safer in his mind. And the, and you know, I don't know about today when everything's so well wrapped and yeah. you know, like yeah, it. But back when electricity was so brand new. Well, and that's they, part of the charm of this movie t- for me is that electric electricity, the the harnessing of the power was so new. Yeah, you and know, they so they did not have, as far as I know, electric motors. That was part of Tesla's thing. Um, yeah, it, it's. I interrupted, but that was uh, fascinating to me to think of a time where people couldn't harness electricity more than, you know, um, Edison could run electricity for a mile before he needed a new station. Right. I think of them as substations. They probably have another name for them now. But yeah. Or then, I mean. Right, but he could do basically a square mile. Yeah. And then he had to build another... Another uh, box. Yeah. Another power supply, right. basically. Yeah. Because um, the direct Which current could only... very inefficient. Right. But and in his and mind... expensive. In his mind, it was safe. Yeah. Because you could touch the wire. You could bury the wire. There'd mm-hmm. be nothing exposed. Right. Um, right. And Westinghouse's thing was you could go thousands of miles on an alternating current. Right. Uh, right. But as Edison is trying to prove, if you touch the wire, you die. Yeah. Which is actually still true today. If you touch those, if you create a full circuit Complete with a telephone circuit, yeah, wire, yeah. you die. Yeah. Or not telephone, but you know what I'm saying. The yeah, telephone lines. Right. It still can be lines. very dangerous. Yeah. Very high voltage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I uh yeah, I had no idea. I had I really had no idea that this event ever happened. I I'd heard well, of the World Fair obviously. Right. Well, maybe Chicago not obviously. World Fair where they lit the place up. Yeah. Actually, the first uh, time Westinghouse lit it up. Yeah. yeah. He, uh I I don't think you can spoil this movie too much, no. but I guess We'll try. We'll we try, always try we'll, not yeah, to. We'll try folks. and keep it as yeah. maybe detail specific as Right. Yeah, but, right. But uh but um, yeah, so I guess I'll start. Okay. Okay. Uh, I thought this movie did not work as a fictional drama. However, I thought it was a fascinating story. And as much info and text and dates, I thought this actually worked really well as a documentary. Uh, it's a, a like a, a docudrama, actually, is maybe what I might even classify this as and though i hate to do it i i think i probably agree with you pretty much on that um i thought that michael shannon i love michael shannon i'm a big fan i think he's a good tremendous actor very good actor Um, he's one of those guys that can tout the line between good and bad uh seamlessly i'm not sure i know what you mean well you see him in a movie and you go well that guy is evil and you know oh, right away. Right. But then you see him in a different movie, and he's just kind of like your lovable uncle. He's just kind of a laid-back guy. Right. And you're like, that guy is so cool. Right. Um. So he's uh, he's he can just do it so fluid. He's good one moment. And he even does that a little bit in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he walks this line. They actually kind of – they both try and walk this line between fair play and, uh, you know, not – being too condescending to the other because they're both right. trying to do the same thing, right? Um, 
I think they both have good intentions. I think they both want to get rich, obviously. Well, yes, of course. But, but but it's more than that. It's not, at least in my mind, it wasn't the money. It was the fame. Yes. And the idea that I lit this country up. Yeah. Yeah. And so Benedict Cumberbatch's Edison was less entertaining to watch for me for a couple reasons. One, he... Fairly quickly, even though he's the name I recognized, he fairly quickly became the one who went, who stooped farther into the debauchery. Yes. Uh, yeah. In, into the the willing to cross the line a the little sabotage. bit. Sabotage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Willing to write letters and, you know, just... You do some underhanded things. Yeah. So, yeah. And so that was one thing. He was a little easier to hate, but maybe that was part of the character. Sure. The one thing that I will say... As much as I like Benedict Cumberbatch in movies like Sherlock, like the BBC series Sherlock, or when he played Alan Turing in The Imitation Game, Hmm. um, or even a little bit Doctor Strange, he, I'm starting to think, is maybe not as versatile as He may be one of those guys who kind of plays the same guy all the time. He's played a lot of characters that are a little off in their methods yeah but undoubtedly intelligent mm-hmm. and very one focused mind right. very driven characters almost typecasting i almost couldn't remember what movie i was watching i was like is this the imitation game yeah or is this sherlock because <laughs> he's trying to figure out all these things and so i was a little not disappointed because he is talented at this game but it was a little Dull, seeing him do the same thing again. I guess yeah. maybe that's what I would say. You sort of wondered, why is he doing that exactly? Right. Is that his only tool yeah. in the toolbox of his acting career? Yeah. Yeah. And, and not to say it was bad. I, and I really meant more of the character. Why Why was oh, Edison, was Edison really like that? Yeah. Those are always curious. Because when you're, when you're playing real people. Yeah. But people who are long gone. Right. Where you there can, was no video or images. Right. Like, and you can't, you can't watch them. But you can certainly read about them. And I, I, you know how I always like to research things. I couldn't, I couldn't really see how closely he played him really. I didn't really find that. I might have to do some more research sometime because I am a little curious. But um. yeah, we might get. Uh, well, we we actually watched this movie. I think maybe two weeks ago. Yeah, uh, before we actually got to the fuzzy. mics, so it's a little, little, little removed. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember any fact or foobar? Um, no. You know what I remember is looking it up and saying, "Ah." Oh, yeah, most of this is right. Okay. Yeah. They I think they did a pretty good job with it. Yeah. Um uh there's a there's a Edison's wife plays a part in the movie, very short-lived. Mm-hmm. Um I thought that was too bad. I I think uh that that's uh, Tuppence Middleton just for those of you who oh. are curious. Yeah. Sorry. Oh no no! I'm gonna give her some credit. She yeah no no, I, I was I was sad that she wasn't in the movie more, and I guess yeah. like it's not her fault because his wife because she dies died fairly early on <laughs> hate it in when the, the movie died and you know, <laughs> um kind of cuts the role short. Yeah it does yeah. it does. Uh, but she was good for what she she was for what, yeah. where she was. Yeah. Um, 
And then the kids just kind of disappear. Edison yeah. has two kids, and they're in the first yeah. 30 minutes of the movie. Right. And then once Simone dies, down. It's, they're just gone. What did you think of Tesla? Oh, yeah. Nikolov? Yeah. Uh, what's his, who's the actor that played him? Uh, that's Nicholas Holt. Yeah. He's, he's getting some notoriety as he's being in more things as of late. As of late, I see him rising in my Twitter feed. Yeah, as a he, popular actor, I thought he was good. Yeah, I thought he I'm, did a good job too. I'm unfamiliar with the actor himself, right? But, I'm not, and I'm either. also unfamiliar with Tesla as a person, right? But I, he was very, also very odd, quirky mm-hmm. in the movie, at least, right? Um, an I, immigrant and I, and from I, I, Russia, right? Yes, uh, I believe so. An immigrant, yeah. Very OCD, meticulous. Mm-hmm. He's got Very much so. two pairs of shoes, yeah. you know, and they're stationed exactly right. He's got two things of silverware, and they're stationed exactly, you know. Yeah, he's yeah. Very OCD. Yeah, very uh, much so. Always writing in that little diary. Uh, he plays a mix. He works for Edison at one point, then he works for Westinghouse at some point. Yeah. Uh, I thought he. he it was cool because you you hear his name, right? You know, and you're like, oh, I know that because of the cars that drive by, you right? Know? Tesla. Now it's interesting. We won't give this away, but to, to watch the end of the movie to see what happened to Tesla. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, what did you think? Did you? I liked did you it. Like it. I did. I did. I liked it. I thought it really did work good as a docudrama for somebody yeah. who had no idea. If it was true to the story, right. I learned a lot about the invention of light in America oh, yeah, yeah. or in the world, really. Yeah. Did right? you have Did you have something in, in particularly liked? No. Um, no, I just thought it was an interesting story. I loved going in completely blind, having no idea what it was. That was yeah, kind of a surprise because I wasn't was, quite going in blind, but uh, yeah. Um, that was a fun experience to be like, oh, cool. I guess this is where we're going. Oh, neat. <laughs> you know, like I, that was ver- that was a fun experience yeah. for me. Yeah. As far as the movie goes, as a movie, just kind of your standard run of the run of the mill dr- biopic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd have to agree. I find as far as what I liked about the movie, I really liked. Uh, um, I like the history of it, the, the 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 whole concept of having places where there weren't lights yet. It's just amazing to you don't appreciate you don't appreciate lights until you don't have them, and we don't anyway. We don't appreciate lights and electricity and all the things that they do until you have a power outage, and it has to be longer than a few minutes. Right. <laughs> But once it goes and you're, you know, if, if you go out a couple of days or something and your right. refrigerator is getting warm and, you know, the how or the house is getting cold mm-hmm. or, you know, then you realize hey, this is an amazing time. Yes. The whole, uh, the whole industrial revolution and all the times that followed, it was just amazing. That was very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was... I was sitting there and I was just thinking like, you know, you hear you and I are recording our voices yeah. into microphones right? that then 
get you, played all around the world on the computer and, and then edit send on the computer, it out. And you looked up all those names of the cast members on your phone. Right. Um, and it's just like, like l- these men literally touched everything in yeah. our world. Yeah. Everything in our world has been touched by these guys. Yep. And that is, it's mind blowing. It, yeah. It's a it's, tribute. Yeah. It's a tribute, a way, but like, yeah. it, it's also like, makes me feel like real small. <laughs> like, yeah. The whole world is completely different. Oh. Based on these men. Yeah. And and a few others before well, them, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. The or, ones uh, based on these men and the people who followed them. Yeah. But yeah. like it's crazy to think all this stuff in our in our world has to do with these three guys. Well, and what's even crazier as you look at uh, Edison trying to find a filament for the light bulb, and he works, he does a thousand, a thousand tests before he finds one that works. You know, right? What happens if he gave up at at nine hundred ninety nine? Yeah, Jim, you know we're gonna shut her down for the day. That's that's nine hundred seventy five. Just don't go and think we're gonna. We're find not it. gonna find it. Yeah, let's invent something else. Yeah. <laughs> But the whole idea of these guys inventing this stuff, the kind of mind it would take to go, I wonder if we, it just, it's mind-boggling. Yeah, it is really cool. And that, that aspect of the film was just very cool. Yeah. There were some really cool images or models that they were building that is just cool to see, like the way the old, the way they created this stuff, you yeah. know, that was really cool. Yeah. Um. What did you not like about there the was okay, so that's funny. I, I was just thinking <laughs> I was thinking the World's Fair and I thought, Oh, I remember what you didn't like about the movie. <laughs> okay, there I was think as I was thinking about this and preparing for tonight, there was another storyline that I didn't understand the purpose of, except maybe just to prove Westinghouse's drive to survive and win. And there's, I don't know, probably five uh, flashbacks of this one event in Westinghouse's time in the Civil War where it flashes back for less than a minute and he's walking in the forest and he's in uniform and it's raining and then it goes back to current times. And then, you know, 15 minutes later, it flashes back for another 30 seconds where he stumbles upon... Uh, or he gets off his horse and is looking at a map, and then it goes away. Yeah. And then 25 minutes later, it flashes back, and oh, now he's being held up at gunpoint by a Confederate soldier. Right. And it, okay, and then and then it's gone, and then it it took the whole movie for that story to wrap up. Yeah. And at the end, it was kind of like, huh? Wow. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Okay. It had a good conclusion or yeah. an interesting conclusion, not good, but like, why did it did not seem very necessary? Did it? It did seem. It just was di- necessary. That was the word. Yeah. Like it didn't add anything to the movie. To no. Me. I was very confused by that. We we get nothing like that of Edison. Like it would have been one thing had we gotten flashbacks of Edison. Right, Make, maybe making a different choice or showing how he would handle the situation that was similar only differently, and like yeah. maybe we got maybe it was trying to 
show us full body characters of like these are where these men came from, but we got nothing like that. No, that's for the true. rest of the characters. No, that's absolutely true. Yeah, so, yeah, that was odd. The the thing I didn't like, and I, maybe it was necessary to this story, but I did not. I didn't feel it was necessary to show so much about the electric chair. And the and the lead up to that with the animals yes, and all that. That was odd too. It was a weird to place that in there, even though it's accurate. Well, it's accurate and it's and it historically is historically like, accurate, but historically accurate. And also uh, that was one of his key arguments of A C D C. Yeah. But that was another weird uh, augmented part of the film where they just cut little clips and like, okay, he's killing a horse now. Yeah. And, okay, this guy turned himself in. He's all covered in blood yeah. from killing his wife. Right. And then, okay, now we got a humanitarian here who's going for. Yeah, that didn't work for me. Yeah. I mean, I guess that was an important thing I because get it. at some point it seems like that's the only thing Edison has against alternating current. Is that it can kill and, people. And even then, I don't think that's really what he's after. I think he's just trying to to one-up the... Right. Yeah. Westinghouse. Right. Because he didn't think AC could do it. Yeah. he Well, he knew it was... he It could be powerful, but he didn't think you could harness it. Yeah. Something like that. And so he right. did. And right. so his backlash was, well, okay, well, he could do it. But yeah, it's going to kill people. Right. And everybody keeps telling him... No one has died from this except the animals you're killing that are proof that could prove other people could die. No right. one's died from it. Yeah, yeah. And so they if they do the electric chair thing. So okay, a person has died from it, but that's different because there wasn't an accident. It was he he was well, making not it only seem that, like but this. It wasn't very effective either. Right. So yeah. Yeah, what the guy in the 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 press agent, the journalist yeah. wrote about it, how like. It probably would have been more humane to use an axe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that. Yeah, no, I get that. There was also uh, the movie looks very good. It's kind of dark overall, but that's because it's in a world without electricity, which is kind <laughs> of point. a point. But yeah. uh, there's just a couple of shots that like are really bad CGI, in my opinion. They're showing old Chicago, which right. on one hand was kind of cool. Yeah, but on the other, that's hand, what I thought when I saw it. On the other hand, it looked like uh, Assassin's Creed graphics. Like you were watching a video game, like them showing, swooping up like via drone on like old Chicago. But it looked like a bad computer game to me. And maybe, maybe I was just sensitive or something like that. But it, though, there were two shots that I was like, "Why? Why would you? Why would you do such a bad job?" When when the rest of the movie looks when the rest good. of the movie yeah. looks great yeah like, yeah it was yeah. just and also that it also just seemed unnecessary like I don't think we needed to see old Chicago um oh I I still thought it was kind of cool it it could have been done a lot better yeah yeah and it's like I just think about movies like Gladiator that recreated the Colosseum via CGI. Yeah. And it looked amazing. And yeah. that was 20 years ago almost. Hmm. And they couldn't create a realistic looking Chicago. No. I just I thought that was really odd. It just yeah. it took me out of the movie for a minute. It's like uh but here as an example, I think you're going to be happy. 
There was oh. tons of script on the screen, and I thought it worked really well. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew you would be. I knew you would be. Uh, I thought it was really interesting. I thought. I think probably because I had just had no idea what was going on or where these people were or what time period it was or yeah, what was going on. Yeah. And I thought the script was almost necessary, in which case I thought it worked really well. I thought it looked right. Neat. They they do a lot of stuff via newspaper. Yeah. Newspaper yeah. clipping texts on And this screen. is a place where this really works. And mm-hmm. and I you know, it doesn't really script on the screen doesn't bother me, but but I, I want it done well. Right. And in this case, it was necessary because so many things were going on. So Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I thought it was really good. Or not really good. I thought, I, overall, I enjoyed myself at the film, and I feel like I learned a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so are, are you ready to rate it? or? Yeah, I think what? we can rate it. Okay. Let us rate The Current War. Okay. Thomas Alva Edison. My boys and I caught in a jar, but before now it's only flashed across the night sky. The future is here. Hello, I'm George Westinghouse. Nikola Tesla. I will be the greatest provider of electrical power in the world. Better than Edison. There's a contest between you. This is a battle for the brightest minds of America. Today, the impossible becomes possible. The man that controls that current controls the future. I hope you brought your checkbooks. Go you ahead, be Danny. Remembered. It's simple. Take it away. Shoot a president. But if you prefer well, I'm... I'm going to rate it a three and a half. That's good. Because I thought it was pretty good, but it wasn't great. A three and a half. I could be convinced to go to a four. Oh, wow. Okay. How about you? Uh, I'm going with a three and could be convinced to go to a two and a half. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, I think you like this more than I did. This yeah, is more yeah. your type of film oh, sure, in general. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for the, I mean, for the reasons we mentioned, there was very interesting, just not very compelling, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I think there wasn't as much of a story there. It's terrible as that is to say because it's it's an amazing thing, right? That's but the story, the reality of the of the results yeah. is amazing. You can tell a short story that's amazing, but but the story, it's a short story itself was yeah, yeah right. They, but you what you can't do with that short story is stretch it out. And I feel and like I they did. I think that's what they did. I think yeah. maybe that's what they were doing with the Civil War flashback with the all the extra yeah electrocutions. It's, it's more like Frank. Frank, this movie is not long enough. We got to throw in. What do you think? Civil War stuff? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, but so yeah, I'd go with a three. Uh, on a on a rewatch after after knowing all this, I could definitely see me dropping it. Nah. Uh, however, it's not one that I would say stay away from. Oh no, uh, no. It's a, a very interesting story, and I think kind of what you were mentioning. Everything we have in this world, like all the electronic stuff, yeah. nothing existed yeah. back then, and it's right. it was a really right. cool piece, right? Uh, because that's what it was focused on. Now you can watch a period piece, you know, 
where there's no electricity. Right. But you don't really think about it because, oh, yeah, no. well, they didn't have a light, right. they didn't have light bulbs back there. Right. But, like, this was all about the fact that we didn't have light bulbs. And I thought that yeah. was that was an interesting yeah. take. I, I did like that a lot. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, yeah, three. Three for me. Cool. All right. Uh, well, since it's been so long and we probably won't do fact or foobar, even though this is no, a good but example. I, I can but, tell you it was pretty factual. Right, when yeah. you did do your research right, right afterwards. Right. But I did think we could do a new segment. Ooh. It's actually a really old segment, you, back from the Zade story days. You probably can't hear it, but I'm rubbing my hands together with excitement. If I had a tail, I'd wag it. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a microbrew section. Because as we mentioned on a recent episode, you and I see more more movies than we do podcasts. Yes. Uh you know, because our team of editors work really hard, yeah. but our our episodes are so dense. It those, takes them, you know, a couple weeks to so get edited. Guys, so those guys are really the heart of this whole podcast, really. It's true. Yeah. Um, but so while we're doing every other Every other week releases, we see at least one movie a week, usually. Yeah. Maybe We have that two. card. So you can, yeah. It, it makes it easier rewards, to do that. Uh, unlimited movies, Regal. And by the way, just a plug for them. We don't have any, we don't get any advertising, but they, their card works pretty well. I haven't had any issues. No, it's I It's been either. amazing so far. And if you're watching a lot of movies, it's definitely cheaper. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 All you need to do is see one movie on a, two movies on a weekend. Yeah, and you paid for it pretty much. And of course, you know we don't know where you live. Our listeners, True. We're, uh, we got listeners it, all over the world. And it's possible, but, yeah, it's possible that you don't have a lot of Regal theaters in your area. And if that's the case, then sorry. it might not work so well. But <laughs> but yeah, if you live at least in the Northwest, there's a ton of Regal out here in the yeah. Northwest, and Regal's yeah. everywhere. But probably so. Uh, but yeah, yeah, nice shout out there. But anyways, Dougie. Uh, Microbrews, you saw a movie this week. Tell us what you saw. Well, I watched Harriet. The story of Harriet Ah. Tubman. Yeah. Uh, And in a word, it was... uh, I thought it was great. Great. Very good movie. Yeah. and But more importantly... Yeah, it's best... I guess the way to say this is I had a children's book view of Harriet Tubman. Ah. The person they wanted to put on the $20 bill and she was really cool and uh, <laughs> she went she, you know she worked on the underground railroad and uh, and she saved some people. This movie is much more gritty than that and gives much more, more of a tribute to what was an amazing woman. An amazing person. Gritty how? Uh, well, gritty is the wrong word. It puts much more flesh and bones on a person named Harriet Tubman. Ah. She uh, was a slave in the South, uh, born into slavery. And, uh, you know, just to give you a little bit of a rundown. Yeah. And she uh, was able, at some point, they were going to sell her South, as they say, which meant... Uh, that she would be, it would be much harder to run away if you live further south. Mm. 
because of all the land you'd have to go through. I believe she lived in Maryland, and uh, she uh, she tried to escape to Pennsylvania, and she decided when she found out they were going to sell her, and she ran. Um, and how old was she? Do you remember? Oh, no, oh, I don't. Sorry. Not, no, don't worry about it. Well, I am now, but uh, she was a young woman, fairly young woman, and she left. She made it through a, a group of people called the Underground Railroad, which is, you know, lots of people know about the Underground Railroad, but knowing about the Underground Railroad and knowing what she endured and later did is a totally different story. She came to uh, Philadelphia, met up with a with a, a character there who was a free black man, and he helped her. And she decided that wasn't enough. She went back, and she went back, risking her life thirteen times and others' lives yeah. too. Right? Yeah. And she brought through the Underground Railroad, brought seventy people to freedom. You say and she went back 13 times? 13 times. So anyway, she saved, she's brought most of her family back, meaning she traveled back to the pl- the place where she escaped from, the very plantation she escaped from. Mm. So not always, but 13 times, brought them up through uh, to Philadelphia. And then when the war started, she was a spy for, oh, the, really? for the Union. Plus... She actually led a unit of black soldiers on a daring invasion that freed about 700 slaves. Wow. Brought them north. Pretty amazing. That sounds like a But there was a movie, too. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so that's a great (laughs) story. Yeah. Uh, How, and, well, and it sounds like you learned a lot. So was the movie. He, well, and you did say it was great at the beginning. Yeah, so I'm I guessing did. I kind of gave it away, movie. didn't I? Yeah, yeah. So what? So what? What was? What was? What about the movie? Well, a couple things about the movie. Uh, Cynthia Arrivo, amazing. She's Harriet. she plays Harriet. She in real life is like five foot one. <laughs> Harriet Tubman was five foot. So they're really close, ah. and she does an amazing job of portraying all the emotions and all the different ups and downs, and uh, just she just does a, a really good job. I, I'll be surprised if she doesn't win some awards for it, actually. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, and, Cynthia Erivo, I'm only really familiar with her in that one thing, that movie you hated, the oh, yeah. uh, Bad Times at El Royale. Yes. Uh, but she was really good in that movie. Yeah. Um, it, she And she was the singer in that movie, and she actually sings, I think during the end credits, she sings a song oh, in this movie. Uh, just a really nice voice. Interesting to me, and I, I know how juvenile this sounds, but I'm always surprised when you find out that it's a British actor or a French actor or somebody yes. who speaks perfect English. In the movie. Right. I'm always amazed that they can switch over and speak. Is she British? She is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I just saw her on in an interview, and I thought, huh, 
That's interesting. It's funny because, like, you and I sometimes do accents like, yeah, for our well, intros or whatever. Right. And we're, you know, always just kind of, you know, we're doing our, maybe our best, but, like, sure. we're still doing silly. And then you think about, well, like. Well, we can put on a right fine accent it, for I, about 10 seconds. And I don't know exactly what that one was, I but no it was idea, good. But it was a good accent. Um, but, yeah, I I mean, they're just doing. Mate. They're, <laughs> they're just doing the same thing. Yeah. But they're doing it for whole sentence yeah it's it's really is amazing <laughs> to me it is probably cool. not to our listeners no, but it is it to is me. cool i you know what i always feel the same way every time i hear christian bale speak uh, i'm always like i i always forget that that guy's got this weird really welsh cockney british accent he's got the <laughs> silliest voice well, not silly but like just silly because when you see him in all these movies He's always got this kind of gruff, you know, and then he's yeah, talking. Yeah. And, and he, oh, yeah, man. Yo. <laughs> he's just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm also amazed at how many Australian actors there are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was fun. Um, other notables in there, Leslie Odom Jr. Yeah. Uh, plays uh, the gentleman who runs the Philadelphia uh, part of it. I, I should know the name of it, but I don't. They uh, were the free where he gives them a new name, a new place to be. Um, he's quite a process. Yeah, he's the guy. Um, other than that, you know, really not much stood up, st- stood out for me. Um, everybody was well cast, I thought, with the exception of uh, Janelle Monet, who plays... Uh, whatever Leslie Odom Jr.'s character is. I thought she looked... Wait, I'm sorry. What? (laughs) (laughs) I butchered that. (laughs) So Leslie Odom Jr. plays William Still, who is the leader of freed black people in Philadelphia. Gotcha. There's more to that title. But his wife is played... Okay. By Janelle Monet, who I love. Yeah, she she is probably wonderful. In this, she seems like Janelle Monet. Ah, she like does she not didn't sink seem her like... teeth into a role. Yeah, but more just showed up to be on camera, maybe. Yeah, and she's lovely, and she does a, you know, she does an okay job. I don't know. I, I guess it seems she seems a little. I don't know. That's not totally fair criticism, but she just seemed too familiar. Um, no, I get it. I, I mean, I haven't seen sense? it. So. Yeah. Yeah, I get it, though. Yeah. But uh, overall, very good movie. Very good casting. Uh, there is, there's a the small part of, of where there are two black men who are slave catchers, mm. and they would catch fugitive slaves for the money, and the money was good. Because because they wanted those people back because they were right. valuable property. Not only were they it. valuable, but they also probably had a lot of secrets. Well, yeah, and also and also keep in mind if if you lose a slave, as awful as it sounds, you you lose your property and also you encourage other slaves. Right. So they they did there's some, a lot of reasons for those people to want them back. They yeah, and they did some hideous. Yeah, none things. of them good. Right. <laughs> right. None of them good. But. So in that but, situation, uh, understandable. I just want to give a shout out to those two guys. One of them was his 
his name is in the movie he's bigger long and his his name is Omar Dorsey and then the other guy is is a is a little guy who it's 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 a little guy in a big role it, who just plays the part super well as as uh, a tracker who's just really really good and if, and I can't tell you because if you might watch the movie but he plays a role okay yeah <laughs> So anyway, I it uh, it's a very good movie. I don't know how well it will be received uh, as far as Academy Awards and things like that go. Right. Uh, but uh, Arivo certainly de- deserves a nod there. I I would not be surprised if well, she got uh, if she got uh, a, at least a nomination. Yeah. So, nah, wasn't a huge fan of Janelle Monet. Was there anything else you didn't like about the movie, or was it all? I mean, it sounds like you're pretty high on this film. Yeah, uh, and I I feel a, kind of bad a, about Janelle Monet uh, thinking, well, <laughs> because that can't be the worst part of the movie. <laughs> I mean, it, it was really good. She just felt somehow I'm felt out wrong of place. For the part. Yeah, I don't know. Um, what was it rated? Um, I do not recall. Oh, okay. I guess I could look it up. I'm just curious. Was it, was it pretty bloody or graphic or? It was, it was not bloody. It was intense. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't recall the rating, but okay. it wasn't, uh, it wasn't something I think you, anyone should stay clear of. It's a great American story. Yeah. It sounds cool. I yeah. It's not, I think I had the same interpretation of the Underground Railroad of like yeah yeah these little houses that you'd sneak around to and right, get a cup right. of tea and, and, and you know and not understanding completely the risk those folks were taking right yeah yeah interesting. Uh, what did I'm sorry? Did you rate it? I did not rate it. Well, why don't you rate Harriet? I've been walking. With my face turned to the sun. Many of you don't know slavery firsthand. But I remember. I've heard their groans. Seen their tears. We can't just wait for war. I'm Harriet Tubman, and I would give every last drop of blood in my veins to free them. When trouble comes, you'll be ready. So I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Go wherever I gotta go. Until this monster called slavery is dead. I will rate Harriet a five. Whoa, there we go. Is that your Now partly because that's my kind of movie. Well, that makes sense. It's your rating, yeah. so and it's my rating, and I have a five, and I'm sticking stick with to it. it. That sounds good. Okay, <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I'll uh, bump it up in my list of things that I want to see because I was interested in it. Um, well, it's a great story. Yeah, and that's, there's more to it. We're doing a microbrew here, so right, I won't exactly. tell you anymore. But there's exactly. there's a there's a spiritual part to it that's very interesting. Okay, and also very real. Cool. All right, well, it sounds like you definitely recommend Harriet. Uh, the microbrew I was going to bring this week was yeah. 
the Pray l- tell. the lighthouse. Oh yeah, directed by Robert Eggers. That looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Dougie, let me preface this right away. You huh. will hate this movie if you yeah. ever are out of your mind enough to sit down and watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this movie is immaculately shot. Every frame was stunning. Every frame. You t- you want to talk about a picture perfect? This whole movie was picture perfect. It was stunning. Shot in black and white. Uh, it stars two people. There are only two people in this movie. Willem Dafoe. There's only two people in the whole movie? In the whole movie. There's only two people. Uh, oh. Well, okay. I'm sorry. There is one scene at the very beginning of, I think you see two other people dropping off Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe on this island where they are the lighthouse keepers. Mm-hmm. They keep the lighthouse, or they yeah, they keep the lighthouse lit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're called wikis. Yeah, so are they are they in, back in the day where they actually physically lit it? Physically lit. Yeah. Keep it stocked with right. coal overnight, all night, uh, overnights, keeping it lit. Uh so that way the ships can see sure. their know, you know, where the where the shore is basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're out there for 4 weeks just the two of them. And uh they're very different or are they? Yeah. Um this is almost farce. It's so bizarre. But it's not quite as funny as it is kind of maddening. Like, I get little hints of The Shining. I don't know if you ever saw The Shining. I did not see The Shining. Gosh, I don't, I'm don't. i not a huge horror movie guy. So, uh, me neither. And this is, this is definitely borderline horror. But the type of horror this is isn't bloody. It is... Uh. What is going on? These <laughs> guys are going crazy, and I got a little bit of Jack Nicholson in The Shining from both uh, of these characters. I had I'd heard that somewhere about this movie. Oh, I had not heard that until I said you know, it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me back up the turkey truck. Then that's an original yes. thought, Kevin. <laughs> um, I did. I mean, I think there's a lot of similar parallels. Just. Anytime anybody goes mad in a movie, you got to think of The Shining. <laughs> That's a great example. It's it's probably one of the best horror films ever. Yeah. But back to The Lighthouse. Yes. Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson are stuck in this lighthouse. They're the only two people. They don't really get along. Robert Pattinson is an is a rookie. He's a he's a first class or a private first class basically. I think they're part of the Navy. Oh, uh, probably maybe Coast Guard. Maybe Coast Guard. Yeah. Um they're definitely there's definitely law and order to this. They've got duties. They've got that. It's very very military, yes, right, militaristic. Um, that makes sense. There's regiments. There's chores. There's you know they got to paint the White House before they the new guys come in to make sure it stays clean. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they gotta you know they're walking back and forth with coal and wheelbarrows. But the interesting thing is, is Willem Dafoe is the senior lighthouse, and uh, Willem Dafoe is quite a bit older than Robert Pattinson, and uh, the dialogue in this movie is so strange. A lot of old sailor yees and thous and kind of almost Shakespearean language. Now, how old is this movie? It came out this year. 
Yeah. It's, it's not a remake or anything. No. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. It's very, it's okay. very original. Ah. To, to my understanding, to my knowledge. Is it shot in black and white? It is shot in black ah, and white. Ah, that's it my is, confusion. Yes, it is shot in black and white, and it is shot in the 4-3 aspect ratio. So it looks like it's on TV. Like Okay, it, so, it, so I saw previews of it, I think, and thought, Huh, and you thought this looks terrible, and... or <laughs> <laughs> well, I mostly just thought, huh, not interested. Yeah, yeah, this movie is insane. Uh, I laughed at certain times. I felt really uncomfortable in certain moments, and uh, I just I got this eerie sense of maybe I myself was going mad watching this. <laughs> uh, but. The black and white photography. But this is your kind of movie, though. You like to feel that I stuff. I do like to feel that stuff. Uh, I I did end up kind of with an issue of the film. I think there are some really cool things. Um, I, the one thing I did read was that there's a theory. Um, there's a theory that there's only one man on the island, and it's the oh. same man. Uh, I don't know who I saw that from on Twitter. But I could very well see that. Uh, and there's all these myths, like sea, sea myths. Uh, you, you can't kill a seagull. Because that inside a seagull is the soul of a sailor lost at sea. Mm. But what do you do when the <laughs> seagull is picking on you? Yeah. Like it won't leave you alone and it keeps pecking at you. Yeah. Well, if you're Robert Pattinson... You might just try and kill the seagull, which would really make Willem Dafoe very mad because right. he's this old school sailor. Yeah. yeah. I don't know when this is set, but it's set back in the day. Yeah. It's like rowboats. Uh, You're making me definitely not want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so then here is my problem with the lighthouse. Hmm. All that premise is very cool. And then they introduce a few things that just I don't understand. I get the whole madness thing, but like they introduce like there's a mythical, magical, uh, spiritual being inside the lighthouse. <laughs> of course, there and is. you don't know what it is because no. it refuses to show you. It's one of those Pulp Fiction. What's inside the the suitcase nobody knows <laughs> what's inside the lighthouse nobody knows but at yeah. some point it looks like maybe willem dafoe has turned into a god like poseidon seriously yeah so there's there were little moments like that there's a mermaid that makes an entrance uh in a vision but the vision ends up being very lifelike. oh yeah lifelike yeah. and odd mm -hmm. uh robert pattinson has been on the island too long to meet a mermaid uh, it's very <laughs> different <laughs> yes oh, you're, okay. you're making that face and i'm yeah i'm yeah. confirming your ideas here oh, boy. um it's very strange so there there was a lot of stuff i really love there you know, remember do you remember dunkirk oh of course where there's kind of that ticking throughout the whole movie yeah like, uh-huh, uh-huh. In this movie... Effective. Yes. Yeah. In this movie, they employ the same type of uh, of idea, only it is 
the foghorn. And it's going nonstop throughout the film. Obviously, it's not on a clock like Dunkirk was. Right, right. But you hear it in the background, sometimes softly, sometimes loudly, but nonstop through the film. I'd say there's not a single minute of the movie that doesn't have a foghorn. Is there always fog? Or the back front. Oh, yeah, the weather's terrible. Uh, Okay. Uh, it's a very strange movie. I Did you end up liking it? I want to love this movie because it's so odd and so beautiful. This This is really one of the most striking films I've ever seen visually. Uh there ended up being just a, a few choices that really brought it down for me overall. Mm. Mm. And it was the same with this guy's first film, The Witch. That came out, I don't know, 2016 or 17, maybe. Yeah, I missed uh, that one, too. Also horror. Also set in, like, Puritan days. Right. Um, had some really great images, some really great language. I love the language that this guy writes. Uh, if you if you want to watch the preview again, just some of the language, the, the poetry that Willem Dafoe is reading in his lines right there's just some really great writing there's a lot of really great elements to this film i guess is what i would say that overall didn't make a very good puzzle to me right so i would say i'm gonna give it if we're gonna rate well yeah i want you to rate it i will rate the lighthouse okay what made your last keeper leave he believed that there was some enchantment in the light. Went mad, he did. Tall tales. But I, I did not hate my experience, oh, and the parts of the movie that I loved, I really loved, including yeah. both performances. It sounds like some of it was just too weird for even you. It's that thing where it's like, give me the give me the rules and stick to them. Yeah. I loved the idea of these guys going mad. Uh-huh. Uh, if Again, to, to, use, to, to go off of The Shining as an example of when somebody's going insane... The things he sees are people. It's it's a butler. There's no butler on this in this hotel in The Shining. <laughs> yeah. He's just getting a drink from this guy. And everybody knows that he's the only one that sees that. But we're watching him go insane. But in this, we're not sure what's true or what's 
false. And I guess some people might say that that's the brilliance behind the script. Yeah. And that's fine. And if that's your take, I get it. I don't want to say, well, no, you're wrong. It's stupid. Cause, but that's what <laughs> well, I, I ended could. up. That's what I ended up kind of feeling. It's like, huh? What a great story! These two guys going kind of crazy. And there's some great, oh, there's such great scenes. Yeah. But overall, you get these other things that are kind of like, wait, what happened? And I don't mind a vague, a vague ending or a vague storyline of like, we're just watching these two guys go crazy. But at the end, I didn't know what even happened in the movie, and that was kind of yeah, a disappointment to me as well. That's not good. Um, overall, if you're into kind of quirky horror films i definitely recommend it if you're an actor guy where you want to see robert pattinson and willem dafoe just chew the heck out of the scenery they're given go Mm -hmm. for it they're so good Hmm. uh the music's good but really if you're into photography or cinematography this is a movie to watch because it was amazing but overall my list overall three and a half Five hundredth on my list of things to see. <laughs> hey, you watched Swiss Army Man. So I did. You can watch the lighthouse. I did. <laughs> um, but yeah, so well, we ended up intending to do two short micro brews and a yeah. short version of the current wars, but we're almost at a full length episode, so I think we can probably wrap it up unless you got something else to add. No. I don't think so. Well, if you do want to see anything else, you can go to our website, onebrewover.com. You can follow us on Instagram at onebrewover. You can follow me on Twitter at onebrewover. You can follow Dougie at the old man and dubrew, D-A brew. You can uh, email us, onebrewover at gmail.com. Give us, if you want to hear a microbrew of a movie you've seen recently, maybe we've already seen it. Maybe we would see it for you. Sure. Love to uh, love to hear feedback, good or bad. I think that's Always. it for me, Dougie. Yeah, that's it for me too. I'm just gonna thank everyone for listening to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Are you not entertained? A minute, let me be comfortable. <laughs> How is it? There, Mike, that's, that's good. 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 Okay.